Welcome to Be All You Are, a Midlife Awakening podcast. I'm your host, Kena Paranjape, the founder of All You Are, a women's lifestyle brand, an entrepreneur, writer, and mother. This podcast is all about stepping into all you are. It's about reconnecting to your inner voice so you can hear the whispers of your true desires and cultivate the courage to create the life that is meant for you. Your dreams are your soul's voice. They are worth your time and attention. Now head out on that solo walk or settle into a cozy spot with a favorite beverage and join me. I can't wait to meet you. Welcome back, friends, to another episode of the podcast. We are on episode 22, and this is going to be a solo episode today. It's going to be a mishmash of um, lessons learned, insights that I've had over the last month or so, and also a chance for us to welcome in September. Summer is technically not over until the 21st, but we all feel with you know, summer holidays being over and kids being back at school, that there is a change in the air, whether we are ready for it or not. But I'm going to talk a little bit about how to embrace that. Before I get into it, I just wanted to share some updates with you. Um, As you know, I made the decision to close the retail side of my business, and that has meant shipping out a big order to uh, TJ Maxx in the US and having a big sale on the site, which is ongoing 50% off if you use code goodbye50. Um, I am hoping to be out of everything really soon. We'll see if the plans pan out. Um, so if you want to get in on getting the signature row before it's all gone or any of our other um, styles, you can hop over to shopalluar.ca. And you can shop for um, all those styles now at 50% off. Uh, While I've been working on moving out of that inventory, I have been really thinking about what comes next. And as all of you know, when we're thinking about what comes next, there is an equal blend of excitement and nervousness. I would say I'm tipping more towards excitement than towards nervousness, but I um, am definitely on the cusp of elevating my offerings for you, elevating the experiences that I want to create, the conversations I want to have. Um, And so there's a lot of exciting things coming. I'm working on a membership that will be a lower monthly investment, but with a really high value and connection to amazing community. And that's coming up soon, so keep your eyes open for that. I'm going to be launching the second cohort of my group program for and mastermind for female founders. I am renaming that and reconfiguring that a little bit as well, so that's coming. And then finally, I am going to be launching the fifth or sixth, no, fifth cohort, maybe it's sixth cohort of Be All You Are, my program for women in midlife. Lots of exciting things to come, but let's dive into this week's episode. So this week I shared in my newsletter, and if you aren't already signed up for my newsletter, let me send you over to sign up for that. Um, you head over to allyouare.ca slash Sunday 
dash note. And there you can sign up to receive emails from me. Um, the most you'll get is two a week, uh, maybe once a week, unless I'm launching something and I may email you a little bit more. Um, but I do put a lot of thought into what I share over those emails. And I know that those of you who receive it, open it and read it. And so if you don't already receive it, head over there. The link is also in the show notes. Okay, let's dive in. The first thing that I wanted to share with you was the fact that I had been sitting for months on making the decision around closing down the retail side of my business. It is the thing that would wake me up at 2 a.m. as I thought of the inventory that sat in a storage unit that I was paying for every month and that I didn't really have a strong plan um, to move forward with. And I was oscillating between slowly moving through it over time, finding a way to integrate it into my new business, um, going all in again, which would mean designing new styles and pouring resources into that side of the business, and then oscillating between that and between closing it all down. And I think I wasn't ready to understand what it meant to close it all down. And so I basically sat in the middle and that took up a lot of energy. You know, it took up um, a lack, it took up focus where I could have focused on where I wanted to go. I found myself focusing on that ruminating around what I should do in the situation. Now, we do need some time to think things, think things through, to ruminate sometimes. But I think it's also very easy to get caught up in that, right? And I think that one of the things that I have learned from successful people is that they are able to make decisions quickly and move on, right? Make the decision and move on. I think sometimes what keeps us from making a decision is because we are anticipating the pain that we're going to feel once we make the decision. So in the case of my business, I knew that once I decided to shut it down, there would be all kinds of things I would have to do that wouldn't be easy that I would have to go through. And the anticipation of that pain was holding me back from making the call. And once I did make the decision, however, it was amazing to see how the next steps became clear, how the resources became obvious, and things started to move, right? And it made me realize that the anticipated pain is always so much worse than the actual pain of going through something. And it reminded me of in the early days of my husband's illness when I read The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. And I consider that book to be also one of my Bibles up there with um, Untethered Soul by Michael A. Singer and A New Earth and a few others. Um, but I realize now that the power of now drastically influenced how I experienced experience the eight years of my husband's illness before his passing. And I learned from Eckhart Tolle that I could handle absolutely anything, but only in the moment that it was actually happening. 
what I'm trying to say or what Eckhart was trying to say is that when we spend energy worrying about something happening, we can't handle it and move on and let it go because it's not actually happening. Isn't that mind-blowing? It's actually so clear, but we don't realize it in the day-to-day that we can't move on from worries because there isn't something to deal with yet. It's just all in your mind, right? So all through those years, when I found myself worrying about something going wrong or what might happen next, because there was frankly a lot to worry about, I began telling myself, I don't need to deal with this right now because it's not happening. So I don't need to deal with that, that situation that I'm worried about right now because it's not happening. If and when it does, I will then know how to deal with it. And that brought me so much comfort because you know what? I don't need to think about how I am going to deal with this situation now. I don't need to come up with solutions now. But when, if and when it happens, I will deal with it then and I will figure it out then and I will know how to deal with it then. And this reframing was life-changing for me, allowed me to live in the moment, handling things as they came up and not before. And I found myself using this framing, reframing again, as I was preparing last week to ship a big order to the U.S. And so I wanted to really share that with you, this idea that the anticipated pain is so much worse than the actual pain of going through something and that we can tell ourselves, I am not going to worry about that right now because it's not happening. If and when it does, I will handle it then. And I know that I will know how to handle it. The next thing I wanted to share with you that I've also found myself using over the last few weeks is a very famous quote from Abraham Hicks um, from one of her teachings. And that quote is, everything is always working out for me. So I teach a manifestation workshop. I'm hoping to announce a new date soon um, for the fall. And in that workshop, I teach that in order to manifest an outcome we desire, we first have to expect that things will work out in our favor. And secondly, we need to let go of needing to know exactly how everything will happen, how it will all unfold. So let me repeat that again. In order for to manifest something that we desire, first we need to have an expectation that things will work, work out in our favor, which is where this um, quote comes from. Everything is always working out for me. And second, we need to let go of control and of needing to know exactly how things will work out in our favor. We just need to be open to how the universe will step in and how the pieces on the chessboard will move in our favor. So as I was taking on the task of organizing all my inventory and preparing this huge order, three pallets to go to um, TJ Maxx in the US, I stayed in that energy of it will all work out. So when I didn't, when I was making calls to the customs broker and talking to the freight forwarder and figuring out who was going to help me move and pack and organize everything. And would I follow the packaging directions from the vendor properly? And would I pack the PO properly? And would I have everything I needed? Um, As I was 
obviously planning for all of those things, I kept telling myself that everything is going to work out for me and that it will all work out. And what I found, and this is the amazing thing, if you are willing to notice, is that when I started to get in the way and and started to try to over-control things, the universe stepped in and took over and lent a hand and made things even easier for me. So I'm going to give you a few concrete examples so that you can see that this isn't just um, you know, some woo-woo idea and think about how this has happened to you in your own life. And then you'll realize that you have power over allowing that to happen more and more, that you can actually live in that energy. So the first thing is I needed help with sorting through this mountain of product and boxes that were all mixed up. I had injured shoulder. So I definitely couldn't be moving boxes. And even if I could, it was at least a two-person job. So I got the nudge, and I don't know where that nudge came from, but to reach out to a friend, a specific friend, who ended up knowing someone who could help, who was available, and who I could trust implicitly. And so that was the first way that you know I called in help from the universe. The second thing is, is that I had booked uh, the freight forwarder to pick up the goods on Friday and last Friday. And I had done that to give myself plenty of time because I was very nervous about getting everything ready. But as we were wrapping the pallets on Thursday, so the day before the pickup was supposed to happen, the driver called and said he was there. So he called and he said, I'm outside. I'm ready to pick up this delivery. And I was so surprised. And I said, well, you were supposed to come tomorrow. I'm not ready to pick up. And he was, you know, frustrated and said, said, oh, you know, this is going to take up hours of my day and it's wasted. And I said to him, you know, we'll be ready in less than 30 minutes. If you're willing to wait, then you can take it today. And he was. And so, you know, not only did I go in and pa- and wrap the pallets that day um, with this friend, but the order was picked up and um he was there. My friend was there to sort of help with that process, which he wouldn't have been the following day. And of course, it just saved me a day. It saved me the energy of worrying about it for another day. It saved me time of going back to that storage unit. And it was all done a day early. So that was really beautiful. Um, and then the last example I wanted to share is I had five empty pallets in my storage unit to get rid of. And they were leaning up against the wall and the storage unit was empty, but my, but the owner of, of the, or the manager of the storage facility wanted me to get out of there uh, quickly. And so I had called 1-800-JUNK to basically come and pick them up after realizing there wasn't an easy way to get rid of pallets. And I, you know, she was very, um, keen on me getting them out quickly. So I let her know, I'm, I apologize, they're not out yet, but I have um, asked 1-800-JUNK to come pick them up. She immediately called me and, and said, and wanted to confirm that they were empty pallets. And I said that they were, and she said, please call them back and cancel. I will get rid of them for you. I didn't realize they were empty. I'll get rid of them for you. And usually getting rid of any garbage, even like a, a coffee cup, is 100% up to the customer. 
So the fact that she stepped in and was willing to take those five pallets for me was huge and a gift. And so what I'm asking is for you to, just for fun this week, try telling yourself frequently, everything is working out for me. Just try it on for size. Like as you, um, you know, this is the first week of September and kids are going back to school and maybe you're kind of gearing up at work. Just try approaching all of it with the energy of everything is going to work out for me. Everything is working out for me. Get in the energy of trusting that it really is. And then what's the second most important step is that you notice the little things that make you realize you're not alone, that things are working out for you, that things are falling into place, that that phone call came in or somebody offered you something you weren't expecting or the meeting got canceled. And I think it's just so important to realize that, you know, we have the power to create our lives. Absolutely. We have the power to have a vision or a goal for our lives and get inspired by that vision and see ourselves bringing it to life and then taking the steps to make it happen. But when you trust that whatever you believe in, whether it's the universe, whether it's a God or a higher consciousness. And we all have to agree that there is the fact that we're all here, all the mysteries of this planet and of the universe, that there is a higher consciousness, then when you trust that that higher consciousness wants what you want, right? Think about it. When you want something, where is it coming from? That, that want is coming through you. So if you trust that your higher consciousness or that, sorry, if you trust that what you want, your high, a higher consciousness also wants as well, you realize you're no longer alone. You realize you are not on your own trying to create this vision. You are not on your own trying to make this dream come true. As Gabby Bernstein says, the universe has your back, right? Or God has your back, whatever it is that you believe. And then you realize you are co-creating that which you desire. You have a co-founder. You have a co-founder who is helping you co-found that vision, you know, whatever that may be. If it's a relationship or if it's a lifestyle or if it's a business or if it's a career or if it's a creative endeavor. I really, really want you to try that this week. I really want you to remind yourself regularly, everything is always working out for me. All right. Now, before we say goodbye until next week, I want to talk to you about the season that we're in. As this episode is released, it is um, the first week of September. Um, for a lot of us, our kids are back at school for sure. In Toronto, this is the first week back at school. And even though summer is technically not over until the 21st or the 20th, I guess, we have shifted energy collectively into more of a season of doing. And I think we all feel some resistance to that, especially after the unscheduled lazy days of August, you know, even if those, if for those of us who didn't take holiday, 
there's just this general sense of room to breathe, right? But just as we can't appreciate the day without the night or the happy times without the sad, those days of rest and relaxation can't be fully appreciated without the days of productivity and progress. And let's remember that we humans love progress. Yeah, we love to relax and we love to, um, you know, binge watch shows and lie on the dock near the lake and relax on the beach and go for long walks and go on all the adventures. We love all of that. But we also love to get down to work and we love to grow and be productive and create things. So why not lean into that energy? Why not just know that the season of rest and relaxation will come around again? And in the meantime, let's have fun with this energy of doing. So I wanted to share seven ways that I also shared on Instagram. And if you if we're not already connected on Instagram, I hope you'll head over to Kena, K-E-N-A underscore all you are and connect and say hello. Uh, But I wanted to share seven ways that I'm planning to embrace this new season and to really welcome it in. So the first thing is one of my favorite things to talk about, which is to clean out my closet. (laughs) Um, And I've been doing that for a while. I'm going to clean out my daughter's closet this weekend. Um, But go through your closet. Keep only what you love and feel great in and get rid of the rest. It doesn't matter if it doesn't if it's still in good shape, if it doesn't feel good to you, don't wear it. Just take it out. You probably won't wear it anyway. And then another thing um, is to put together some fun fall outfits. I spent so many years working in the fashion industry and fall was always the most exciting times. I'm excited to pick up a few fall magazines and see what all the fall trends are. And it's a really great time to put together outfits. You know, in in the summer, you're wearing dresses and shorts and, um, you know, not a lot of layers. But in the fall, you get to um, be a little bit more formal um, and and create some fun outfits that fit your lifestyle, but that also kind of feel great, you know, and so spend some time putting together some fall outfits from what you already have. And again, no need to bring the sweaters out just yet. I will definitely not be doing that. But, you know, maybe like just have a little bit of fun with it and get inspired by what fall trends you're seeing out there. Uh, The third thing is to research some new recipes for weekday lunches and dinners. Of course, Um, The kids are going back to school, so thinking about what they might like for lunch, but also what you might like for lunch, right? Instead of just kind of grazing the fridge, it's a good time to think about um, some things you might like to enjoy. Uh, Clean out your fridge and stock up on new ingredients. Like maybe it's a new vinaigrette or a new vinegar. Um, What could you add to your repertoire to make creating meals more fun? Um, The fifth thing is to check in on your goals. What are you aiming to achieve this year? What did you, what did you highlight as your goals at the beginning of this year? And maybe they've changed and that's fine, but check in on them and consider how you can, this is number five, audit your schedule to see what is serving your goals and what isn't. 
your goals should be reflected in your schedule. So maybe there wasn't much of a schedule for August, but now that it's September, revisit your goals and consider how you're investing time into them. The sixth thing to embrace this fall season is to go back to school shopping. I love back to school shopping, whether it's the fresh school supplies or a fun new outfit or even just one new piece. Um, go and enjoy it and make it a thing. You know, go have like a yummy coffee and, you know, choose a fun neighborhood maybe to go pick something up and bring a friend or for me, it'll be my daughter and just have fun with it. And then the last thing, oh, I have eight actually. So <laughs> number seven is to review your self-care routines. And this is similar to um, looking at your schedule and, and auditing how you are spending your time, but look at where you are at this point in your life and evaluate what needs to be changed up to best support you during this time. So it could be, you know, your workout schedule. It could be your meditation routine. It could be your morning routine. It could be how you wind down at night. Um, it could be that you are creating more connection and you want to have a weekly coffee date on your schedule. Really look at what you're doing to support yourself. And then the last thing, and for me, always the most important thing is to pause to dream. Book time my favorite thing to do, go to a coffee shop with your notebook and a pen and dream about what you want to do, where you want to go, who you want to be. Life goes by so quickly and we need to intentionally pause to check in with ourselves and see you know, how far we've come and celebrate how far we've come and then give ourselves time to really envision what it is that we want to experience in our lives and how we want to feel. And those are my eight ways to embrace this new season. I appreciate you so much. I know that there are some of you that listen to this podcast week over week, and I'm so grateful for you. I am excited this fall to get my podcast and the message behind everything that we talk about here on Be All You Are out to more and more women. So my one request to you today is to either share this with a friend via text message. You could say, hey, I've been listening to this podcast recently and it's really helping me think about what I want for my life or inspiring me to grow. And um I wanted to share it with you. If you could do that or take a screenshot and send it to a friend, it would mean so much to me and so much to them for them to know that you're thinking of them. And if you could also just take a quick minute to leave a review or to um, rate the podcast, it would go a long way. Thank you so much, my friends, and I will see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you found inspiration and use this podcast to start stepping into all you are. To hear more about the podcast, follow me over on Instagram at Kana underscore all you are. Send me a DM. I'd love to hear from you. And if you're loving the podcast, 
I'd be so honored if you go ahead and hit that subscribe button and leave me a five-star review. Until next time, remember to keep exploring what it means to be all you are.